did a line right before this, and so now I'm like hyperspeed. I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just kidding. You did a line before this in your hyper. <laughs> yeah. Like a line of cocaine. Yes, that's what okay. a line means. Oh, I thought I thought you meant like a line, like you were fed a line in like I don't know a Broadway production. <laughs> Our minds went in two very different I... directions. Yes, our minds are completely different, as you can tell. <laughs> this is why Mo and I can never date, as we clearly stated last week. Mo is not interested in me, <laughs> ever. I am not interested. That's what the emphasis and the clops. <laughs> last week's episode, I was editing it, and I was like, oh my gosh, we were on something. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's okay. a nap. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. That little bug flying around my room. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Binger's Anime Edition. As always, I'm your host, Mel. And I'm Maddie, and this is just a little podcast that talks about different enemies or fellow weebs out there. Why did you make that face? You you said it so fast, I was so confused. <laughs> I, was I like, said it. At, I said it at a normal speed. I genuinely thought, guys. I saw. I genuinely thought Ma was like on a um, like a one point five times speed on YouTube, you know. And I was like, wow. I was like, was not ready for it. Well, I had snow days the other day. You know, we had like ice. Did you have to work the past couple of days? Did you go to Tulsa? I did. All right. Yeah. Well, I didn't have class. It, it wasn't like it wasn't that bad. I would say the worst day that driving wise was like wednesday when it first started gotcha gotcha um and because we were already in class before the snow had started and the ice and the sleet and so by the time we got out all of the roads were already covered and so it was literally me driving home you know at 40 miles an hour oh no how long did that take you yeah it took me, like, a little bit longer, probably an extra, like, 20, 30 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's not cute. Yeah. See, over here, we it canceled school for three days. Like, we legit didn't have class for yeah. three days. Yeah. And you know I what I did with that, that time? My... What? You know what I did? I fi- almost... I No. No, I did a lot. I had to work on a lot of classwork. Um, I watched... I finished, almost finished, All of Us Are Dead, which, by the way... You have to watch this Korean drama. It is so good, Mo. I will. I will. I know it's it's on my list that because I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, this is this is actually pretty cool. Yeah, dude. I legit on the last snow days. I was just at home and I was on um on the Netflix app, Mm -hmm. as you do in your free time when you have nothing better to do. And I saw this pop up and I was like, oh, oh, this is. This is juicy. So then I watched six episodes, and it was four o'clock in the morning, and I said, mm, I still have to meet for class tomorrow, and I need to go back to bed. And so I did, but I was like, and then I went to class the next day, and I was like, I'm just going to half pay attention to this I'm crit. not functioning here right and now. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, I should go to bed, right, early? And I'm like, mm, I'm going to rewatch the first six episodes with some other friends this time. So we made a lot of bad choices that snow day week, and then I had a massive mental health breakdown on Sunday night. But this time around, we made smart choices and only worked on stuff on Wednesday and Friday and took all day Thursday off to finish the show, minus the last episode, because I don't want it to end. 
and I watched almost all of Demon Slayer. But let me oh, tell really? Mo, did I tell you the issues I had trying to watch Demon Slayer? Oh, I had so many issues. Okay, so I wanted to binge it all on Sunday night, right? That was my original okay. plan. So I I got my cookies, I got my Dr. Pepper, I got my bag of chips, and I'm sitting on my couch. I'm like, okay, we're ready to go. We are going to binge all of Demon Slayer, all 11 episodes. I'm going to start with the first episode, you know, of like the episode before the Mugen Train. So I watched that on Hulu. I was like, oh, this is great. And then my friend Holden wanted to watch the new two episodes of AOT. So we were like, oh, yeah, of course. So we switched to Funimation, watched those two episodes. No big deal. By the way, Attack on Titan is getting like batshit crazy. It's amazing, guys. Y'all need to, you need to freaking watch the third season, is what you need to do. Listen, we're not going to talk about that right now. Fake. Because once you finish the third and fourth season, we will be doing a follow-up episode. I can guarantee you. Because the show goes in such a different direction. You have to... Moving on from that, because I'm just purely disappointed in you. Um, Then I was like, okay, you know, we finished around six. I'm like, okay, I have like a solid couple hours that I'm able to watch Demon Slayer. So I sat down, turned on Hulu, and guess what? Hulu was not working. (laughs) And was having a network error. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Because my roommate, Aaron is in the next room next to me watching Demon Slayer on fucking Hulu. <laughs> and it's not working on my TV. It's not working on my phone. And it's not working on the living room TV. So even if I wanted to, I couldn't. So I'm like, no big deal. What else is it on? Oh, it's on Crunchyroll? I'll turn on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll wasn't fucking working! <laughs> it wasn't working! <laughs> and I, I was like, fuck it. I'm done. I've given up. There's no chance. There's no hope. There's no <laughs> point in continuing on. So instead, I sulked and watched YouTube videos for like six hours. And I was like, I could have fucking watched freaking Demon Slayer. I gave up. I was like, there's no point in continuing. It really doesn't want you to watch Demon Slayer. Literally, I, guys, I don't think I'm supposed to watch Demon Slayer. Because everyone's like, oh, it's so pretty. It's so well animated. Maybe like I will die if I watch Demon Slayer because of how good it is. I don't know. Or maybe it's going to ruin maybe all Maybe I will other- have a heart attack. Yeah. So maybe I shouldn't watch Demon Slayer, guys. I don't think the universe wants me to watch it. So sorry, guys. We're not doing a second season review of Demon Slayer because I can't seem to watch it without everything crapping out in my life. So it's fine. But Mo, how has your past couple days been? That's been my saga. Actually, I'm pretty sure my only stressors in life, other than my whole roommate situation, was Hulu. So life is pretty good if Hulu not working is my biggest concern right now. Yeah. I've been doing pretty good. I mean, yeah, I I have so much cleaning that I have to get done today and studying because I have a final tomorrow. Oh, is it um the 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 blood one? No, it's uh, mycology. Mm hmm. Micro genetics. <laughs> as, as I, I know. Mycology. Mm, okay. It's study of fungus and yeast. Oh, nice, nice. That's so you're really going to cool. make alcohol. Yeast. What? Yeast makes alcohol. It makes beer. Yeast is used in brewing beer, but it's just not That's the what... only component of beer. Okay. I actually took a class. I took a beer brewing class in undergrad. Okay, so I know. Okay, well, I was trying to participate in the conversation. I'm sorry. Also, I totally relate to the whole, like, gotta do 
like clean because I'm currently sitting in a pile of laundry. Uh, no, which if is you why saw I had... my room right now, you'd be like, what the fuck, Mo? Yeah, like, my bedroom is really clean because I threw all my laundry in my closet. And the other day I was, like, wearing clothes and I was like, man, this smells kind of funky. And I was like, oh, it's because I haven't done laundry in a month and I just keep rehanging clothes because I can't tell what's clean and dirty from this pile. That's Guys. the point where you just have to clean the pile. You can't, like... <laughs> yeah, you're right. But, like, and Mo, you know me. I'm a very clean person. But when my yeah. mental health crashes, it is piles of... Did you come to my house that one time when it was literally piles of garbage in the corner of my room of fast food I'd eaten because of my massive, like, mental health breakdown, like, last October? Last last October, like, two years ago? Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> it was not good. I literally had... I, I think we might have recorded in that mess... And there was literally a pile of, like, fast food bags in the corner and then laundry everywhere. And I was like, well, it's for soundproofing. It works. But, like, over the summer when I was driving. I... Yes? <laughs> Hello? Are Hello? you okay? Can you not hear me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just had, like, a slight aneurysm. Right I was like, so... guys, I kid you not, Mo just kind of stood there and stared at the camera. And I was like, is she Okay. Mo is acting like fucking Hulu right now. You're you're like fucking Hulu, and you're just crapping out. I have beef with Hulu. I'm lagging. I'm lagging right here. There's a network error in Mo's brain because of the microgenetics, minogenics, or whatever. Microgenetics. It's the yeast brewing in her brain. She's she's crafting beer up there. I don't know. I have no idea. But guys, guess what? What? I'm the only one here, so it's just me. Yes. Well, I'm talking to my viewers, too. <laughs> okay, yes. Hello, viewers. Aaron. <laughs> I have a date. Oh, you're going to talk about this? I didn't think you were going to talk about this. We're Not just the, talking. like, specific specifics, but... I know. I'm hoping Mo gets dined and Dash. That is what I'm thinking is going to happen. <laughs> you little shit. You you're better the one not hoping... manifest it's be that. fucking funny. I was going to be like, oh... And you're going to call me like, Maddie, it happened. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> Please don't, because I'm already pretty nervous about No, Mo, it's going to be great. You're going to have a great time. You're going to have some damn good sushi. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be great. We're going to have gonna a great, great time. It's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. I'm proud of you for getting back out there. But Mo, Mo, what did I do this morning? You read fan fiction. Yes, I did. Because <laughs> I texted you at what time? At like nine, I think. No, it was what five o'clock was... in the morning. Was it? Oh my god! Go, he go did... look at that text message. I did not realize that you texted me at five. The I know you just didn't. You straight up did not, not respond. Was it like noon? <laughs> yeah, Mo, would you like to read the transcript I'm... to everyone? You heathen! <laughs> Why are you messaging me at five in the morning? Because I made a huge mistake. Oh my god. But yeah, so I discovered I so so last night I, I finished my assignment at like one o'clock in the morning and I was like, you know what, Maddie, you could go to bed early or you can read and treat yourself and read some fan fiction. So I was like, let me go check this one I haven't checked in a while. So I found one of my classic Hiroshima and Bakugo um ships. <laughs> and I found this one by Real Life engraved in our mind and oh my gosh, it has over three hundred thousand words and it's so freaking good. And I, it had three new chapters. So I li- three hundred thousand words. <laughs> yeah. 
You're fucking crazy, man. Dude, and it I only mean... goes up to the Camino Ward arc. There's been a lot of crap that happens. <laughs> but she's going. She's what the? Go- it's 300,000 words and it only goes up to the Camino Ward Bro, arc. Bro, it is the definition of a slow burn. They have not admitted their feelings to each other yet. They are still figuring it out. He just got rescued from getting kidnapped. I literally read the update of him getting kidnapped to him unkidnapped. And I just read three chapters of it. And they were they the longest chapters. their feelings yet? They haven't. And actually, no, he <laughs> fucked it up. They fucked it up. They couldn't communicate well. And they made it really awkward there for a little bit. And I was like, no, Bakugo, get your uh, shit together. But then Karashima. when it comes to, like, fanfiction... Or even like a manoir, and I absolutely hate the miscommunication trope. Yeah, I'm like I'm, you know, I'm not things would be so much things would be so much easier if you just said what you wanted to say. But then, how do you have slow burn like, without miscommunication? I just hate it, and I hate slow burn. I hate. Slow I burn. love slow burn because I, I am a masochist. <laughs> I hate it. But I that's so not bored. that's not the, that's not the reason I stayed up so late. Oh, no, no, no. It gets worse. So I read all three chapters, and it took only two hours to read all three chapters. And that was like 72,000 words, just letting you know, Uh, because they were like long chapters. And so I was like, oh, so good. And then I got, I literally started screaming, and my roommates were like, are you okay? And I was like, no, no, it's not Todd. It's straight up just me this time, screaming, because I finished my (laughs) fanfiction. I found a new ship, but I like even more. And it's a much more niche genre. Okay, what, who? So it's Karashima Bakugo, but they're in a thruple of Kaminari. Yes! <laughs> yes, we're getting into the poly relationships. And at first I was like, oh, this is weird. I don't want to read this. And then it was like four o'clock in the morning and I was like, okay, this is actually really cute and adorable and I love this. And I'm like, because Karashima you Bakugo, know what my... I love it. Yours is the Haikyuu one, right? Yes, favorite headcanon poly haiku relationship. It's Boko Wakakurakin. <laughs> I love it. I don't I know. It. Just I this the this the whole this girl went like on a whole series of this poly like relationship between the four. And I got so much serotonin from it. I was like, you know what? I'm 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 happy. I Dude, like I feel that this 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 thruple relationship I just found has over two hundred thousand words because it has two different series and I am here for it. I'm like so I like started. I was like, oh, this is cute. Kamen already has nightmares and Karishima and Baka already have an established relationship. And then I was like, oh wow, this is pro- this is not a slow burn. This is progressing fast. And I'm like, oh, oh they're all sleeping together already. I'm like, we're here for no. it. <laughs> but not sex. They're just straight up sleeping together. I see it. this. See, this is that's what I like when I read or do like I, I absolutely hate slow burn. I'm like I'm like the type of person that's like if you're gonna put a miscommunication trope in, at least have them already fucking. Like at least already have that. Give me the fluff. Just give me the fluff, okay? <laughs> no, I'm gonna be honest. I would have much. Okay, I'll be honest. I wanted this thruple to go this direction. I wanted to be Karashima and Bakugo cheating on each other with Kaminari. And then eventually they all realize they all like each other. And then they start a thruple. But no, they just all honestly communicate. And it actually pissed me off. Because I, 
I wanted to discuss I was like, oh, you guys are handling so maturely, and you're so casual about it. I'm like, I want there to be anger. I want there to be angst. There's no angst in this. There was angst in the other one, but also this is hopelessly adorable, so I'm here for it. And I kid you not, after this episode, I am going to be reading for the next three hours and not watching Demon Slayer, because I've you... given up with Hulu. I'm reading fan fiction for the rest you of the day. You want to know what the stupidest miscommunication thing that I just recently read? What? So I was reading this one BL, and it's called Mr. and Mr. Wedding or something like that. Well, we'll we'll attach a link to this manhwa in our description. <laughs> Please do. Please do. I'm sure our I'm sure our friends will listen to this and we'll read that. No, please don't. <laughs> I don't want any of our friends looking that up. Oh, I'm gonna convince someone too. I'm gonna be like. Hey, I know you're super wholesome, but this is a great material to read over our spring break trip. We're going to have a little book club, and we're going to read this manga. (laughs) Your friends will be like, what the fuck are you having me read, Maddie? Oh, they straight up would be like, we're not reading this gay shit. And I'm like, "Mm? yes, you are. Yes, you are. We got to talk it's about it. It's part of the trip. It's part of the trip. I paid. For- if you don't read it, we're not staying in this condo because I'm the one that's under my name. So I have all the power. I forced them to read BL Anyway. You're all sitting around in a circle reading BL Manoa. On the beach while drinking our little margaritas. I'm like, so what did you feel about the CEO's miscommunication about him getting married? <laughs> Actually, actually, no, no, no. Next time we all hang out with our little group, can we please do this instead of playing Magic or D&D? Dude, you're, it's going to take a lot of convincing to for Gabe and Taylor to read this. I'm just going to be flat you, out honest. You think Aaron's going to openly read this too? He would probably read it if we asked him to read it. <laughs> We'd be like, please. And he's like, okay, I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. He's going to be like, oh my god. I showed him the toothbrush thing no. from the Monogatari series. And it, go, and it goes in, like, super quick. Like, it is, oh. like, full send, like, in the first chapter. You know, we're going to pitch the idea. We'll pitch the idea and see what everyone says. <laughs> They're okay. going to say no. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, we're we're going to, I don't know, doubly do-rag them, you know? I have no idea. Okay, moving on. What are we reviewing this week, Maddie? <laughs> We're reviewing Yuna of the Dawn. Not Yuno of the Dawn, Yona. like I thought. It's Yuna of the Dawn. Yona. Yona of the Dawn. Apparently, I don't know what we're reviewing. Mo, <laughs> would you like to generally... Like, should we talk... Like, I'll be honest. I really like the show. Surprisingly. Wish there I was really a second thought... season, don't you? I'll be honest. Out of all animes I've watched... I really think this deserved a second season. And then we have shit like Tokyo Ghoul that got a second season and mucked it up. So, like, Yuno of the Dawn really deserved it. <laughs> it's not Yuno. <laughs> I want her to be Yuno Gasai, okay? I want her to be that crazy bitch in this. Her hair, hair just isn't pink enough. <laughs> it's, it's too fiery red, and it's insufferable to look at because it's so unruly and ugly as you you know. Yuna would say, damn it, this is going to be rough. Yona. Yona. This is going to be a rough episode, guys. I can't even say the main character's name right. I'm going to call her The Princess. Is that better? Okay. The Princess. Anyway, Mo, would you like to do well, some proto her? 
Yeah. Can you please do some yes. proto info? This episode's all over I'll the place. Some... Yeah, let's do some proto info, guys. So, Yona of the Dawn was directed by Kusahiro Yunane, which props to you, my man, but you really should have given this a second season. Um, <laughs> the music is by Kunihiko Ryo. Nice. So, yes. It is licensed by Funimation. And nice. Studio is Parrot. I have no idea what studio that is, but nice. Um, I honestly feel like we have reviewed one from Parrot, but I cannot remember. It was probably like Monthly Girl was... Nozaki-kun. No, Monthly Girl Nozaki-kun was like in a uh, really popular... Never mind, I have no idea. I don't know. I guess nothing. Uh, um, it has got 24 episodes plus three OVAs. Are they canon? Have it... Yes. Okay. Have you watched them? Yes. <laughs> I have not, so I should probably do because that. Because they are fucking awesome because they don't have anything to do with the original timeline. They do a whole different timeline. Oh, cool. It does the original four dragons. Oh, nice. nice. With the, like, first king, you know? Nice. Is there a lot of, like, sus sus vibes between the five of them? Kind of. Yeah, okay. Like, okay. you can kind of feel there's some sort of, like, tension there. There's a little... You could t- cut the sexual tension with a butter knife. Just like... Yeah. In one way or another. Um, and the original run for the show was October 7th of 2014 through March 24th of 2015. So it's been a minute. And this is the moment when we say, guys, there has not been a second season announced ever. And after almost 10 years, it doesn't look like there's going to be a second season. But maybe. Maybe. Probably not. But maybe. Probably not. And that's what people get so upset about. Like, Oron and this one are the two animes that have been done dirty in the community. And if you ask some people, that Yuri on Ice. A, that deserved a second season, but did not get one. <laughs> I didn't get a second season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is the general proto info. I will do a synopsis, which I wrote, and I wrote it somewhat legibly. Can you read that, Mo? Um, no. I can see father, but that's it. Okay. I can't either. But we'll try anyway. <laughs> Let's see if I can say it. You got to any... do your ASMR voice. Yeah, the one I used for my um my video. I got the one that you back. do. The one you do for your BDSM. My BDSM podcast. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Princess Yuna has lived a life of. You just called her the wrong name again. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> has lived a life of luxury, and false sheltering. That's not right. <laughs> From the problems of the outside world. All she worries about is her unruly, fiery red hair. And to one day win the favor of her cousin, Suwon. Which we'll get into later. Because the incest <laughs> is not for the incest. Wait, no, what? Incest is not for the incest. Incest. No, incest is not for incest. Anyway. However, on her 16th B-Day, which is what I wrote when I should have said birthday. 16th B-Day. Her father, King Il, forbids any marriage between her and her cousin. And shortly after, her beloved murders her father 
in front of her. Unrelated to the not being able to marry thing. I realize how confusing that is. now. <laughs> After a daring escape with her bodyguard, Hawks, Yuno is grief-stricken and overcome with her weaknesses. And with a desire to reclaim her land for her, um, from her father's murder, she, and goes up, she embarks on a daring journey to accumulate the power of the fallen dragons. Because somehow she's the reincarnated version of this, like, crimson dragon king thing but she's not a man but she's a woman and she has no knowledge of it but she clearly has the crimson red hair so i don't understand why people are so confused by it but we're going to just move on from that major plot point that i never understood hopefully the manga explains it better (laughs) but we don't get the manga we just get the fucking anime because they didn't make a fucking second season anyway but she soon discovers that the desire to reclaim her country will be harder than it first appeared Due to the starvation, poverty, and corruption that has stricken the land due to her father's weak rule. How will she overcome her feelings towards Suwan, the murder of her father? How will she accumulate the powers of the dragons? How will she earn the favor of her kingdom? Who will know? Because there's never been a second season. So we really will never know. And that's pretty much you know of the dawn. How do you yeah. feel about that synopsis? That was one of my better ones. That was one of my better ones. It made no sense, did it? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you typically you typically tend to do better when you just wing it. Okay, okay. Thanks, Mo. Long, long story short, she goes through some fucking trauma because her fucking beloved kills her father, and then she's like, "Ah, shit, I'm weak, and I gotta go win some power back, and I don't want Hawks to die because I don't love Hawks, but Glock clearly loves me. But I'm just gonna use this man, but I don't want him to die. So instead, I'm gonna use the four dragon warriors, which I'm destined to meet based on some prophecy, dude. So I'm gonna accumulate their power. She at the beginning, she's like, "I am not the Crimson Dragon, but I know about." these dragons and i'm gonna go ask for their power and hope that they just follow me like she like and they're all like well you're the like legendary crimson dragon and she's like uh bold of you to assume that but i'm not (laughs) (laughs) bold of you to assume but i just want your help so you can keep helping me yeah and she's like you can either stay here or help me but (laughs) she's like i just want to get my kingdom back Yeah, and then she realizes throughout the anime that hmm, my kingdom is shit because my dad was a really weak ruler, and I've and she just grows and matures so much into like this strong woman to the point where she's willing to kill someone to save her friends and to save people from human trafficking, even though her father forbid any sort of violence. And I was like, okay, this bitch, this bitch grew up. She grew up. So sorry, guys, for that can, first. I mean, like you can really tell in character development that she grew up. Like she, oh yeah, went from sixteen-year-old to I could, I could rule this kingdom. Oh yeah, oh, hundred percent. But yes, Mo. Sorry for mucking up that synopsis. Would you like to take the reins now to just bring any exp- aspects of the story that I did not do justice, which was probably the majority of it. <laughs> um. I mean, like, I think you got, like, the basic points down and all that kind of stuff, except for the whole thing of, like, yeah, she was really, like, weak at the beginning, and she really wasn't set on, like, ruling her kingdom at all. She just really wanted to marry, like, her cousin Suwon and, like, Uh, have him rule. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And stuff. And then when all of this, like, trauma starts, like, happening and, you know, and, like, all of these people start dying, she's like, okay, I have to get my shit together and figure out, like, what 
I need to do. And so I've heard about these dragons. I don't know if they actually exist, but we're going to go and figure out if they exist and ask for their help. And And then she gets all four dragons by the end of the anime. Yes. And like, I, in, I'm honestly, I'm going to switch over into characters because I'm and start talking about Yona just because there's like one part that I really think is like a big, you know, uh, it's integral to the character. Yeah. Yeah, Like it's a big character shift for her. And it's like when uh, she cuts her hair. Oh yeah. I knew you like that. that Yes. That for me is like the big like shift that she's like, she really like shed her like princessy primp kept like, you know, and she was like, I'm going to fight for myself and I'm going to fight for other people. Like, and I, it's like such a small part in like the anime and it's such like a split second and then it moves on and stuff. But if you really like stop and like think about it up until like that point, she was running from her life and she was having hawk protector like she wasn't doing anything she wasn't fucking doing anything this is true she even got hawk bitten by a snake because of her stupid bitchness yeah and so that was the kind of point where she's like you know i'm gonna have to like buck up i'm gonna have to like figure some shit out if i don't want anybody else to die yeah and that and like have cutting like her hair which is like really kind of a symbol of like her being a princess you know her long hair and it's just like really like impactful i love that well i mean in general the story really revolves around the idea of you know yuna uh yona yona uh yona of yona growing into this much more mature version of herself like there's many moments where she interacts with um the captain of the pirates where she has a really mother-daughter relationship with that woman and she grows a lot from moving past her past trauma she grows in a lot with her relationship with her bodyguard hawks and they become equals to a certain extent which they grow a lot also there's a lot of romance there too yeah but that's cool and she also well, and like, touches also the, the hearts of the people, and she touches the hearts of the other dragon warriors, and mm-hmm. she helps them through her kindness and her general caringness, and that's what makes her so beautiful. And what makes the story so interesting is watching her grow and have these attributes of a really great ruler, which her late father lacked. Mm-hmm. And I also like want to give her props, too, because as she's like traveling, trying to find these four dragons... You know, she's seeing all of, like, what her father created and all that, you know, and she's not one to shy away of being like, well, my dad fucked up. Oh, yeah. She never, you know, like, dies on a hill for her dad. She even, to a certain extent, slaps him in the face and says, "Mm, sorry about your call to never being violent. I'm literally going to use a bow and arrow to save my friends. Yeah, exactly. She clearly values the people around her more than her father's ideals that ruined the kingdom. In which I think is well, huge in this character. Mm-hmm. Well, it, I just like, because, like, a lot of the times, you know, like, I feel like characters in that kind of sense would go around and be like, well, yeah, what my dad did was wrong, but, but she doesn't use a but. She's like, yeah, my dad fucked up. This is not oh, yeah. right. Like, oh, yeah. Which I don't know if the manga explains more of why King Il did what he did or what the other character motivations were. Okay. Because I'll be honest. He, because, you want me to explain it? No. Okay. Because there might be a second season and we're going to hold out hope for that. 
We're manifesting right now, Mel. We're manifesting. Instead of your getting dine and dashed, we're going to manifest that there will be a second season of Yona. See, people have been Dawn. manifesting this for years. Well, maybe we were the ones that need to do it. With freaking Todd running around right now, maybe I can get him to help out with it. Freaking Todd Habercorn creating the ghosts in my house. Screw that guy. But anyway, I there is one thing. There is one thing I would like to talk about. And I know... You're not going to like this, but this infuriates okay. me about the show. Okay. Why Yona can't fucking move on from Suwo or whatever his name, Suwon. Because, because I'm like, one, it's your fucking cousin. I'm sorry. It's not even like a late cousin. No, this is your uncle's son. They're like, they're like close sibling. Like they're close related. And that in itself, okay, it's anime. Incest is when cess. We've been that through that route many times. It's not only anime, but you also have to think of like the time period. Where I don't care. It was the whole thing was keep it in the family. You're right. You're right. So we'll move on from that. That just made me uncomfy. But the thing that really gets me is she can't fucking move on from the man killing her father in front of her. She's like, but so on. I still love him. He's my beloved. And Hawks is like, get over your fucking self, bitch. Because he literally, he literally killed your father. He literally killed your father. And and then everyone's like, we can't hurt our feelings. I'm like, hurt your fucking feelings. She needs to move on. And then like, there's that scene at the very end of the anime where she runs into Suwon. And he, she's like, oh my god, I still love him. And I'm like, why do you fucking love him? Why do you still have the hair pendant? Throw it away. Act out of vengeance. Destroy the man that ruined your life. And yes, it's for the betterment of the kingdom. Whatever, I get it. And I know that Suwon's motives are probably way further explained in the manga. But like, in the anime, I'm over here like, Yona, move on. Move on. I was getting so frustrated in the first, like, seven, eight episodes. I'm like, girl, stop crying about this asshole that killed your father. Be angry. Move on. He's not a good guy. He is a bad guy. He is the antagonist well, of I, the I show. Well, I wouldn't say that she's not angry about the whole situation. I would say that she's pretty furious about the whole situation. But she still has that, like, you, you also have to think about, like, somebody that you've been in love with for years and then all of a sudden, them just like betraying you. It's really hard to get over that. That's you know? fair. I mean, I'm over here like it's if my really parents. It's really hard. It's really hard for someone to be like, well, I don't love you anymore because you did this and you betrayed me. It's like you still have that like love for them and you don't this know how true. to process it with like the betrayal, you know? But she, I mean, she's not like, you know, being like, well, oh, if he asked for me, I'd go back with him. You know? Like, she's like, well, fuck this. Like, I'm getting my kingdom back. Like, I don't care. You know? Yeah. Which I love because, you know, real... Yuna. Yona. There you go. I cannot. have to go through three. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There she we go. really tries to win back the kingdom. And initially she thinks it's going to be fairly easy. And then she realizes how hard it's going to be because no one respects her family line. Like, even if she is like, hey, I'm supposed to be the rightful ruler. They're going to be like, well, your dad was kind of a fuck up. We rather keep Suwon, who's actually helping the kingdom as king right now, mm-hmm. which he does. He does. And he does. it's a really interesting antagonist because you really do realize he's not a bad guy. He's actually doing a lot of good things for the kingdom. And you're kind of like, mm, maybe 
It's not a bad call. Like, he really does help the kingdom out of a lot of bad situations. He is a good ruler. Now, the way he got to be king, kind of shitty. Also, can I just say real quick, you know what the easiest solution to all this would have been? What? If he just fucking married Yona. Right. But then I don't know how, like, in terms of, like, succession would, you know, I don't know if, like, Yona would be the primary ruler or if Swan would be. You know, if they would have just gotten married, because it could have been just a whole thing where Yona is the primary runer, ruler, where Suwon wasn't. You know, and that's that's true. just more like logistic thing that you know. And also, and, to a certain extent, King Il did kind of have to die because he was kind of fucking up as a king. Yeah, this is why we have terms for presidents, <laughs> so we don't have shitty people in the office for like more than eight years. Yeah. Um. But I, I would say that we've kind of covered Yuna pretty good. So and let's talk, and she's we kind of honestly, I would say that she's honestly kind of, I would say she's more of like a humble character in certain aspects. Oh, 100%. Uh, she's very humble. When, as she goes and stuff, like she's not, you know, against getting on like her people's level. Oh, or I like, will say, you know what cracks me up about this character? If she gets really passionate about something, she gets, like, this fiery look in her eye, and everyone just, like, shudders and runs away from her. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is the little girl you're holding up by the hair, and you just sell you this glare she has. And everyone's like, Ugh. And I'm like, bro. I'm like, and then they're like, oh, no, let me put my bow down and my weapon while I'm looking at this woman who's terrifying me. And so, of course, they get defeated. I'm like, so I guess Yona's superpower is glaring with intensity. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, if I could glare with intensity at my at muggers, I'll be like, oh. like mm. Well, she can also control the four dragons, so. Well, that, that is also true. Uh, <laughs> so she's pretty fucking powerful. She's actually pretty powerful. But anyway, that's Yona. Um, I, we kind of hit on Sowan pretty hard. He's the main antagonist, the cousin of mm-hmm. Yona. I don't think there's much more to say about him. But it's him. also kind of like, is he really like an antagonist or is he only an antagonist in the eyes of certain people? Oh, wait. You know? Actually, can I have one manga spoiler? What? Does Yona fucking end up with Suwon? No. Does he? Okay, good. That's all I needed to know. She I... ends up with who you think she ends up Okay, good, with. good, good. Because I was like, if she ends up with this asshat, and it's a whole like, no. we forgive him for killing my father, and he's actually been a great king, and we love him, No. and I'm going to marry him. I was going to have a fucking aneurysm. I was like, no wonder it's not a fucking second season. Well, we actually, not too long ago in the manga, was the reveal of, like, like who she was picking. Ooh. So this only happened not too long ago. Ooh. Was it, like, unco- like was it a surprise who she picked? Or was it like, oh, of course she picked that person? Oh, everybody knew she was going to pick him. Everyone knew. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> Okay, good. It was just a matter of like it was really slow burn, like because you could feel the tension from like both sides. Hey, like I said, I love myself a good slow burn. I really recommend reading the manga. Well, I'm gonna read this manga, but I'm gonna read the Norgami manga first because that manga is actually really good too. Anyway, moving on. That's so. Suwon. Let's move on. Let's do Stonehawk. Yes, you can talk about this character. I love this man. I love this man with like a burning passion. Yeah, the lightning beast. Yes, freaking lightning beast. 
So Sodenhawk, he's kind of got like a very like intimidating personality, like (laughs) kind of like (laughs) Kageyama in some sense of like, you know, like he's like, what the fuck? Like, what's up with you? I I love this character. He's just so serious and stoic. Yes, he is one of the youngest generals of uh, the king's army. And he really is is the only one when stuff starts going down at the palace that he's like I'm, I'm gonna get the princess out of here and you know he was friends with Suwon too and so his whole betrayal was kind of like a shock to him as well he was like well, why are you doing this like why are you causing so much like pain but the one thing that I absolutely hate about this character is the fact that he is literally willing to just throw his life away for Yona. I'm like, bro, wouldn't you be... It's kind of like when I play Apex Legends, right? When I play my video games. If you just throw your body away at the very beginning of that game, you're not going to kill more people and get more points because you're dead. So yeah. why is Hawk over here being like, I have to do whatever I can to save the princess? I'm like, no, bitch. If you throw your life also, away, then you can't protect the princess no more. You stupid bitch. I also hate the fact that even when Yona gets stronger and stronger and she's starting to, like, come into her own, he's like, no, you should be on the sidelines because you're, you know, like, the small, weak princess. And, like, you should, you know, you should let me protect you. I'm the one that should protect you. Okay, this you is know? some toxic and alpha like, male attitude I'm getting, and I'm not a fan of it. You know, and she's like, fuck that. Teach me how to shoot a fucking bow and arrow so that way I can protect myself. <laughs> she's no, like, no, you she says you. it to protect others, specifically. Yeah. And also herself. Well, yeah. So others don't have to protect her. Yes, and she's like, you worry about you. I worry about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying, Mo, this character is not so, like, I'm going to be a badass woman by myself. It's more of, like, I'm going to be a badass woman so you guys don't have to worry about me so I can protect my friends. It is yeah. not a place of selfishness. It's a place of compassion for others. Yeah, like, no, she's, That's like... why I love this character. Because it's not a self-motivated... Yeah, she strength and power trip it is a for the power of others i'm going to become stronger yeah she's like if i don't become stronger everyone's going to die and so i need to become stronger so that way nobody has to worry about me yeah so hawks is great because he just teases everyone all the time and he also like straight up tries kissing yona multiple times and yona's just like oh did you want me to headbutt you or like feel your fever because you came in really close to my face and everyone else is just like oh poor hawk poor I know. Poor, poor hawk and it's like that for a while it is and i'm like and i he, she's he's like i'm like hey princess you might not want to stay too close to me because i might do unruly things to you and she's like oh hawk don't joke that way don't joke <laughs> and then hawk is like why am I joking? And I'm like, oh shit, we're getting some rapey vibes now. Uh, so that's Hawk. Now let's talk I about. I just like this character because he's like broody and stuff and he's not yeah. like. Well, you like a good. You would like a character that steps on you. We have established this. You want to oh, be yes. stepped on, Mo. We, I know. We want, you want your face in the dirt at the altar when you're getting married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to Yoon. Yes, Yoon is pretty much the medic boy, because they need a healer <laughs> yes. that can do everything that they can't do. It's like a D&D campaign. 
He is the okay. If this yeah, this is literally a DD campaign where fucking Yoon is the NPC the DM adds so everyone can survive because they need a fucking cleric because no one ever runs the cleric class because the cleric class is boring and so you don't normally run it. Sorry, Mo, you've ran cleric yes. before, but like. He's just over here like, I'm beautiful, and I'm a genius, and let me help everybody. And I'm just like, bro, shut the fuck up. You're not that beautiful, and you're not that much of a genius. And you're just annoying. So Mm -hmm. shut up. I get you have a photographic memory, but still. Yoon is the, like, he's kind of really, like, hyper-feminine. Like, he's very got, like, feminine features and stuff, and so he's always like, I'm very beautiful. Like, y'all should, like really pay attention to me because I'm beautiful and like, also mm. I'm a fucking genius so I know shit and he's like y'all well at first it's the oracle that's like you you're going with them and he's like what I have to stay here and protect you and and help you and he's like mm, no you're supposed to go with them go. well she probably <laughs> should have stayed with the oracle because the oracle literally almost died being by himself yeah. <laughs> he cannot take care of himself. But, uh, he forgot to eat and trash the house. I'm going to be very honest, doesn't do a whole lot. He dresses up like he's a pretty girl. There. He's there for comic relief. Like, yeah, I in all don't honesty, like Yoon doesn't really do anything in terms of like character-wise or helping with the plot or anything. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Yoon. Uh, I say we bullet point the four dragons because this episode's gone really, really fucking long yeah um first we'll uh bullet the first one that's introduced Kija. which is gija 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 which is voiced by to- uh, not todd hapricorn by michael j tatum uh yes. we love ourselves and hawks is voiced by crystal sabat so we have freaking all my and sebastian in this show we love it and we have monica real as yona it's just like a whole party in the funimation cast over here anyway, i know right um anyway so- uh Kija, you want me to bullet point him? Yes, go for it. So Kija, he's the blue dragon. The white dragon. White dragon. dragon. (laughs) I'm guessing you didn't rewatch the show. I, bitch, I have been naming off a whole bunch of shit for this show, okay? Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like you rewatched the show. Shut up. Um, Mm -hmm. So he is the white dragon. He has like a dragon's claw on his hand. Which Um, is not cute. No, which is not cute. His and not village, conspicuous at all. His whole village is like very protective and stuff. They want to keep like the dragon line going, and he's got this whole big thing of like, well, when is my master gonna come? When am I gonna be doing this? And what's my destiny gonna start? What's my destiny? I have this duty to the prince. I mean, the king. I have to keep serving my master. It's the only thing I live for, and I'm gonna be super anal about it the entire anime and super annoying. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden they get to the white dragon place and they're like, oh, some intruders are here. And he comes out and he sees Yona and he's like, oh, fuck, this is my master. Plus, like, she's a girl. This bitch is who I'm going to serve. And yep. she's cute. And she's cute. So instantly Kija falls in love with Yona and he's like, I will help you with whatever you need, <laughs> you know? And he's like, I have this ability to see where my brethren are. So the closest one's the blue dragon warrior. So we go find the blue dragon warrior, which is pretty much a broken shell of a man wearing a mask with a little pet squirrel thing. Because so, yeah, so that eyes... is the white dragon. So let's yeah. move on to the blue dragon. Blue dragon. He has really cool eyes, but we never Shina. see the eyes. Yeah, Shinhan. Uh, he's just Shina. 
hides in caves because the, his village, unlike the White Dragon Warrior's village, hates his guts. And is like, <laughs> you're the curse. You're the curse. And he's like, I am the curse, but I must protect them. But I'm also going to be mute this entire anime and be awkward and lovable and adorable in the corner. And I got my little squirrel that eats everything and becomes Yono's best friend. And it's really cute and wholesome. And then he's like, I'm yeah. going to go with you because I have no friends. And then he waves yes. by to the village and the village is like, hey. And, and then uh, Yona names him. Shinhan. Shinha. Shinha. The moon. The moon. And he loves it, I think, because he yes. doesn't really confirm. But then he talks occasionally, and everyone's like, he talks? And then he and, like, wears... he wears a mask, and he never takes it off. Yeah. But he's... I actually really like this character. He's probably my favorite out of all of them. Mm-hmm. And then we have the green dragon warrior. Jehi. Who is the most charismatic? Also, yes. gives some major. I, I think he's bi. I don't know what his sexuality is. He's just really into everything. Like, he's kind of into Hawk, but he might be into Yona. But I think he's into Hawk more than Yona. He he's likes to be stepped on. He's a very charismatic character. Yeah. And he. He's like kind of like a playboyish type yeah. character. He even and... flirts with the captain, who. The captain. Not there's nothing wrong with you know flirting with the female captain, but if the female captain is the age of your grandma, it's a little bit, you know, yeah, uncomfy. But you know, and no king shame in here. He is like the first dragon that's kind of like really avidly avoiding trying to go with Yona. Yeah, because this whole thing is I don't want to be a slave to anyone, and I'm not going to be yeah. a slave to my destiny. But then he like literally is like called to serve her, and then she's yeah. like, "Well, if you don't want to serve me, that's fine. Like, that's fine. You don't have to go." And then he's like, but you're adorable and cute, and I want Hawk to step on me some more. So I'm going to go with you guys. <laughs> That's pretty much how but I But I, I do kind of like that, where he's like, I really don't want to go with you. And she's like, that's fine. You don't have to go. You know? And I just love that she's not like, well, I need you for this. You know, if you don't go, then my whole plan is, like, fucking ruined. You yeah. know, she's like, yeah, if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. And then he's like, well, since you phrased it that way... And I could go of my own free will. I'm gonna go with you. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I'm a, I'm not a victim to anyone. And then it's just funny because he and Gija like clash heads constantly, Kija. because Kija is all about like serving the master, and he's all about like I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. And she's hot, so I'm gonna keep flirting with her. And everyone's like, you can't flirt with the princess. And then he's like, well, I want Hawk to punch me again. And then it's just like, bro, what you want? You want everybody? Yes. And then there's and the so last guy. The blue, hold on. Oh. the blue dragon has the dragon eyes. The green dragon has the dragon legs. And the white dragon has the dra- dragon claw. N- yes, and the white dragon has the dragon claw. So now let's move on to the yellow dragon. Which, honestly, we get nothing about because he shows up at the very end of the anime very randomly. And I don't yep. even remember his name because I was half asleep watching it and just frustrated that I couldn't fucking Hulu to ever work. And he... His name is Zeno. Zeno, okay. And he is the Yellow Dragon Warrior, which I think means he's strong, but it's never shown in the anime that he's actually strong. He's he's indestructible. And though also the other thing is that he's immortal. So he was part oh. of the very first dragons. Oh, he's the first dragon warrior. I did not realize that. He's the that. very first Yellow Dragon. So there have not been any other Yellow Dragons except for him. Oh, that's why he didn't get the whole blood calling thing, because he's already been the yellow dragon the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's been the blood dragon, and, and his body, he's got, like, the dragon scales, and so his body, like, hardens to, like, 
the strength of like a dragon. Oh, cool. Good to know. We didn't get to see that in the anime. He really doesn't do much, but every once in a while he gets super serious and is like, You see well, it in the goal? OVAs. Oh, gotcha. And then you and in the um and stuff, he's like, Well, what's your goal, Yuna? Do you just want to charge the castle and take over? What's your actual plan? And then he's like, But who knows? I don't really care. I'm just here for a good time and the good food. And then everyone's like, Whoa, he's serious sometimes, but also not. Hmm. Yeah. I also kinda like though that he gets her thinking about it, like, Well, what is your plan? What do you want to do? Yeah. You know? Because at that point she has not thought that far. The only thing that she's thought about is getting these dragons and he's like well what do you want to do do you want to storm do you want to like plan something like what yeah what is the game plan here but he's like i really don't care because i'll just do whatever you want (laughs) he's great he's only there for two episodes but he's great but yeah that's all the characters but i feel worth mentioning um i and we've already kind of hit all the character relationships and their development throughout the anime that freaking uh fire nation type Dude. Oh my god. And literally like I'm like, are we fucking watching Avatar the Last Airbender right now? Because it's literally the Fire Nation right now. And then that one uh, dude's like, we're, I love we're not gonna talk about him. And he's like, She's dead and I'm like, Bro, you're dead. an idiot. Did you find a body? If there's not a body, they're not dead. They're never dead if there's no body, especially if they're the main character of an anime. Okay, bitch, get over yourself. Anyway, so now it comes to my segment of the podcast where I talk about the different fan fictions. Oh god. Did you forget about this, Mo? So, yes, I'll be honest, I was oh, slightly disappointed. I was hoping for a little bit more juice, but there's not that much juice. There's only 2,000 works of the Yona of the Dawn genre. But let me tell you, there is a lot of Polly. Like, a lot. Yona do be sleeping around, and most of these fan fictions were pretty Yona much. do be sleeping around! With all the characters. I did find an interesting one that was pretty much like in order for them to like pledge their loyalty and for them to realize that she's the Crimson Dragon King, she had to sleep with everyone. Including for some reason Hawks and Yoon, which I didn't quite understand how that tied into her power, but they made it happen for the anime. I mean for the I didn't actually read the whole fan fiction. Oh, I just kind of glanced at it. I was like, "What the fuck?" So that was my the one I blocked cuz that was the most interesting one. But um the most popular one was Hawk and Yona. Um, and there was a lot of coffee shop AUs, uh, friends to lovers, and a lot of slow burn, which sounds like it's pretty much what happened in the manga. Yeah. Now, the one that was second minus most popular. Minus coffee shop AU. Minus coffee shop AU. Now, the second most popular one was Jeha and Kija, um, which I think is the white dragon. I mean, it's the and white dragon, green dragon. And green dragon. Which I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, that's the second most popular one. And there was a, a lot of breath play, which I don't know what that is. Breath play? I don't know. But I saw that tag multiple times, and I was like... I feel like you should have read one, just so that way you could explain. I didn't want to read it. I was scared. I wanted to read my three... I wanted to read my Kam- Kaminari Karishima Bakugo Threpple, okay? That was my priority last night. And then there was a lot of ballet AU, which I guess I get. What also- is a ballet AU? <laughs> They're all ballerinas. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then my favorite one was Murder Mystery. And I was like, okay, interesting. Also, there was a lot of Russian fan fictions that had Harry Potter crossovers. Like, there was like four. And I was like... You don't know there's... the Dawn and Harry Potter? You don't know the Dawn and Harry Potter. But it was all in Russian. There was no English ones. It was just Russian. And I was like... Don't know what the Russians are doing here. 
And then there was July and April crossover, which I don't know how that tied in, but it did tag it. And I was like, okay. Then, um, oh yeah, Yona with everyone. Uh, that was one. Oh, and so uh, Suwon with pretty much uh, every time he showed up was with an original character of some sort. And almost all of them was with bondage or some side of BDSM thing. And I was like, I don't know how I feel oh. about this at all. And then, okay. uh, I can't read that handwriting. Moving on. Oh, and then there was a lot of Hawk and so on, but as kids. So like, <gasps> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm like, like oh, I was I at first. I was like, I could get, I could get behind this. And then, as kids, uh, no. <laughs> and like, I was like, oh, um, okay. Oh. oh, and my favorite one, it was um the pirate. Captain and mm-hmm. gay um Gika, like the green dragon. And the tag oh, specifically yeah. was Yeah, the track the, the tag was specifically Mother Son Fluff. <laughs> and I just saw that one and I was like, oh no, <laughs> I have to include that. Mother Son Fluff? Yep. That's <laughs> So those are the ones I wrote down. I didn't go through all 2,000, of course, but those were the ones that stood out to me. And I don't know how I feel about most of them. But the most of them was hmm. the Polly stuff with Yona just sleeping around, which I'm like, I can see why people write fan fiction of this. And the most uncomfortable was the mother son I mean, fluff. it technically is a reverse harem of sorts. But yeah, it was, it, that was a fun journey of the archive of our own. So Sounds what don't we get like next it. week? I'm interested because... I love doing this. Not gonna lie. It's helping me broaden my horizons on the fan fictions I could read. Next, I'm also gonna start looking uh, up the, the, the dochi mangas out there. The see. Doshinji? Yes, because I know there's a lot for Haikyuu. Oh my gosh, yes. there's a lot for Haikyuu. Okay. Anyway, Let's move on to animation. Yes. Mo, how do you feel about the animation? I loved it. I mean, like, it's... I honestly... The animation for... Yona of the Dawn, if it was made like today, I feel like would be a lot different. But oh, for yeah. being made in 2014, 15, I'm honestly really impressed by it. And I'm oh, yeah. really happy with it. Oh, yeah. It's not I like, it's no like A Attack on Titan it. animation for that time, but it is like, it is still really solid. Mm hmm. It's, I definitely I, love, like, the bright colors that they use yeah. to, like... Well, I love the color palette for each everything. character that's so specific. Like, the blue dragon, the yellow dragon, the white dragon, and then the crimson dragon king, and then Hawks with his, like, broody colors, and then Yoon with his his color palette. I don't even give a shit about that character. But, like, um, it, it, I think they did like a really good job. pastel pinks and blues. <laughs> yeah, whatever he was about. But, like, I really liked how... The Crimson Dragon King, like, his eyes were animated, like, and, you know, like, I loved her eyes and the fiery red hair. I think they did such a good job with that. Mm-hmm. I, I just like how they did everything in science, kind of, like, like I was saying, like, bright colors and very, like, overdramatic, in a sense, to get, oh, yeah. so that way, like, the viewers can kind of get a sense of, like, what the dragons are going through. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They just didn't see it, and they were like, oh, my master. Like, what happens? How do you know that she's your master? And their blood they literally burns. Yeah. Yeah, their blood flows job. backward and burns. Oh, yeah. They did such a good job with it. 
But I also, I, in general, I think the animation was solid. The fights were pretty interesting. They did a good job with those. I love the different weapons they used. The the bickering between characters, I think, was good with the animation. You know, Yona with the freaking bow and arrow was always super badass when she fucking killed that one dude. I was like, oh, yeah, you killed that corrupt I also love how they incorporate their, like, chibi figures. Oh, yeah. They do a really good job. Like, I love that. In, like, moments of, like, lightheartedness and stuff, they're, they're, like, not shy about incorporating the, like, chibi figures. Oh, yeah, it's great. I love it. But, yeah, that's animation. Uh, For music, there's not much to say. I'll be honest, I did not like the first opening. I didn't either. Because there was no words. There was no words. I was like, where is the badass openings I'm used to? Yona the Dawn just had fucking instrumental. But I will say, it was really nice when they incorporated the first opening into major climatic scenes throughout the anime. They did do that Mm -hmm. quite a bit, and I think they did a good job with that. Also, I just love the wind instruments. Mm-hmm. I feel like that opening and stuff and that song is just very, like, on-brand character for Yona of the Dawn. Like, I cannot hear that song and not picture her standing on top of the cliff like, oh, yeah. with her bow and arrow. Oh, yeah. It's super on-brand for her. I just didn't like it. And yeah. I also think that the wind instruments they used in the original soundtrack was really fitting for the anime and the times and everything. It really fit the atmosphere well. Mm-hmm. I just don't care much for it because I like me some really good badass music. I like some Madoka Magic. I love some Attack on Titan soundtrack. Yona the Dawn did not fit those genres and those type of music, which is fine. I get it. It fits the anime well, but it's nothing special. But it did well in other areas. Yes, I agree. But yeah, so that's music and animation. Um, Final thoughts. Yona is one of the most badass female characters I've ever met in anime, period. Actually, if we made a badass female character list, she'll probably be in the top three. Because I think Ursa Scarlet's also badass, but we'll just put that aside. And I think Yuno Gasai is number one on my badass female character list, but that is just me because I am biased. But. Oh, yeah. I think she's a really strong Yona character. Yona would definitely be in, like, top ranking. Oh yeah, she literally, the growth she goes through, the character development, even though this is just one season, it does it such justice, and I love that. And I think if anyone wants to watch Mm -hmm. a strong female character, this is the anime to watch. Yeah, and I also feel like, even though this is like a shoujo, and the main thing is romance, it has a good storyline. Oh yeah. You know, and I feel like really anybody could get into it. Like, Maddie got into it, and Maddie's friend, you know, and all of them saying, like, oh, my gosh, Yona of the Dawn. And I, I, even though it's, like, a shoujo and the main thing is romance, you know, it's the romance between, like, her and, like, figuring out all this kind of stuff, there is quite a bit of action. Oh, yeah, it's really, it's, that's why I thought it was a shonen for a little bit. mm Mm-hmm, and so I honestly think that a lot of, more people should give this anime a chance you know without having a bias toward the whole romance aspect no i 100 percent agree but i think that's a sums up yona of the dawn really well um go check it out mo would you like to shamelessly plug this podcast i will shamelessly plug this podcast all right guys so this is part of the podcast where i shamelessly plug all our social media so that way you don't have an excuse to go look at it. Um, so we are on Twitter, 
Patreon, TikTok, and Instagram. And we are on those at Bingers Anime Edition, the name of this podcast that you know and love. And we are on Twitter at Anime Bingers. Please check it out. Please reach out to us. We would love to do some recommendations of animes to review in the near future. And yeah, uh, please talk to us. We'd love to get some feedback. What'd you say? You have a music recommendation? I do. Uh, I'm going to do the opening song for a Mugen Train for the anime, the second part of the Demon Slayer anime. Because it's by Lisa, and I love Lisa. And if there's ever Lisa on any anime opening, I drink that shit up. I drink that shit hard. Mm. I love me some good Lisa. It's not as great as the first opening. Actually, it's pretty unremarkable. But I fucking love Lisa, and I will support her to the end of times. And I will literally, if I could ever, if I can ever go to a Lisa concert, I will. That was my goal when I was going to go to Japan for like that three weeks. I was going to try to find a Lisa concert to go to. <laughs> but now I'm not even oh, going. To... Okay. Dude, did you hear? They're probably not going to open the borders to Japan for a very long time. Really? Because their population's so elderly, and they'll do. And you know, the country's really used to having closed borders. Just closing it indefinitely is not going to be that hard for them. Yeah. And so it just kind of sucks because I was really looking forward to going to Japan. Fucking COVID ruins everything. And me. Well, my song recommendation. Yes, yes, yes. Is the opening to Blue Period. Ooh. You've been watching Blue Period a lot lately. Yes, I have. It's actually really good. I like it. I need to finish it. I need to check it out. I've heard it's. it's you said it's kind of like Hayoka. In terms of just like Haikyuu. how artistic it is, oh, Haikyuu. the volleyball. And like, anime? yeah, because like you know how like Hinata, he's like, I want to do volleyball, but I'm not really that great at it, and he like really works hard to like get good uh, at so it. So he's not, that. he likes art, but he's not very good at it, and he works really hard to get good mm-hmm. at it. I like that. I like it. And it, you know, in terms of like, I could, you know. In the terms of, like, how it progresses and stuff, it reminds me of, like, Haikyuu and Food Wars without all of the, like... Porn. Oh. Porn. Yeah, and, like, I said another one, but I couldn't remember quite what it was. I can't remember either off the top of my head. But that's just how I, like, I was like, oh, this is actually really good. But no, I love that. I will definitely check it out. It's on my list to watch soon. Um, I'm going to be honest. I do not have the wheel on my phone anymore. Do you have it? I do. I have it. I I can't read. Oh, Overlord. Overlord. This is a good one. Have you seen this anime? I've seen a little bit. It's actually pretty solid. There's uh, there's three seasons, but only two are dubbed. Super easy, casual watch. It's a nice, like, isekai about villains instead of heroes. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting, even though they still kind of force it to be the hero route, but whatever. But, like, I like it. Okay, Mo. This is going to be interesting. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. All right, bye-bye.